Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35 p.m. for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642. Welcome to Leadership Unlearned. In this program, we invite you, the listener, to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We will examine and discuss leadership as it occurs in three levels of system. One, on an individual level, the self. Two, as it relates to teams that you lead. And three, as it relates to leading within a larger system, for example, within an organization. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. I am your host, Maxine Atong. I partner with leaders bogged down by operational issues to create highly effective self-managing teams so that leaders can deliver more on their strategic intentions. I am a Gestalt trained certified professional facilitator, a PCC level executive coach and organizational development consultant who leverages her 20 plus years of organizational excellence to serve the needs of leaders and their teams. Last week, we closed off our sessions on impact. Mr. Bernard Mitchell was our guest in studio and we received lots of positive feedback about that program. He definitely made an impact. You can send your questions and feedback via WhatsApp at 724-7642 or on Facebook or LinkedIn or on Instagram at Maxinatong. I look forward to hearing from you. Today, we are going to talk about what happens when leaders do not make our intended impact. Today, we are going to talk about failure and more importantly, leadership failure. Failure. Doesn't the word just send chills down your spine? You've probably heard all the cliches about it. Failure teaches us lessons. The universe is speaking to us. We will grow and learn from our mistakes. And while all of these are true, failure still sucks. It hurts. It makes us unsure. And at its worst, it makes us lose our self-confidence. Think of a leader that you know who has made a misstep, or maybe more than one. What did that look like? What do you think was going on in the mind of that leader as that leader failed? When I thought about these leaders, I concluded that there are two ways in which leaders fail. One, the obvious failure, and two, the insidious failure. The obvious failure occurs when the leader does not deliver on the expectations of the organization. The leader may have overextended budgets or failed to deliver on the goals and objectives or they may have flouted some policy and procedures. Some of these failures may even be criminal offenses such as embezzlement or fraud. These offenses are punishable by demotion or a firing. In this way, the organization gives a public acknowledgement that this leader has not lived up to his or her promises and has miserably failed the organization. Staff may hear about a sudden resignation or a resign or be fired tale slowly makes its way through the confidentiality cracks in the organization and serve as warnings to other leaders to not have obvious failure. The other type of failure is the insidious failure. 
the failure that is unfolding in a very subtle way and with very harmful effects. These leaders are hitting all targets, following all policies and procedures, while leaving a trail of destruction in their wake. This manifests itself in a toxic workplace, dysfunctional teams, and sometimes low productivity. It is often difficult to put a finger on this type of failure, especially when the leader is a high performer or drills his or her team into high performance. Team members may be unhappy or complaining, but since the team is producing, the organization turns a blind eye to these complaints and the team members continue to suffer. Just think about the feelings of these team members and the amount of tension that exists in that workplace. I worked with a leader who insidiously failed her team. Sunita was intelligent, assertive and creative. She drove herself hard and produced sterling results. She worked long hours and did not extend opportunities to her team. As a result, team members were unhappy and there were high tensions in the team. She could not motivate the team, so she bribed them. When bribes did not work, she resorted to threats. Staff went through the motions and made a dive for the door at 4 o'clock every evening. When I joined the team, I could touch the tension and I immediately understood what was happening. To the organization, Sunita was an excellent leader with stealing results. To her team and their peers, she was an insidious failure. The organization exacerbated the tension between the leader and the team by promoting Sunita several times over a three-year span. Sunita did not recommend any promotions or salary increase or bonuses for her team, even as her salary doubled and she enjoyed incredibly large bonuses. The organization celebrated her success and achievements while ignoring the growing dysfunction and malcontent in the relationships between her and her team. Such is the effect of insidious leadership failure. It is not obvious. The leader is not breaking any policy or procedure. According to where you stand in the organization, you may not perceive that anything is wrong. The effects are only felt locally within the team. While Sunita may be an extreme example, and believe you me, she is a living, breathing example, I too have had insidious failure as a leader. When I worked over 24 hours straight to meet the ridiculous project demands and asked my staff to participate in that nonsense, I insidiously failed. When I thought that because I could do it, I should ask team members to comply, I insidiously fail. I have seen other examples of insidious failures when leaders set team members in competition against each other, when leaders employ isms of favoritism, cronyism, nepotism, when leaders are unjust and unfair, and when leaders do not make decisions. What types of behaviors have you seen from leaders that you would call insidious failure? These failures all result in the leaders making a negative impact on the workplace. Unfortunately, in most organizations, leaders with insidious failures are often not reprimanded in the same way that leaders with obvious failures are. Other leaders turn a blind eye to this insidious behavior. They may talk about the behavior behind closed doors or whisper to each other, but they do not pull that leader up or hold that person accountable. The persons that these leaders report to also turn a blind eye once the set objectives have been met. For those of us who are leaders, do you know if you are insidiously failing? Are you interested? Obvious failure is often simpler to rectify. Leaders may need to reskill, retool, 
or be redirected to a role that suits their skill level. The punitive acts of job loss or otherwise allow lots of time for self-reflection and commitments to do better when given another chance. The insidious failures are not that easy to cure. Most organizations have performance assessments. These are predetermined scales used to evaluate performance. While most organizations agree that it is important for leaders to display both soft and technical skills, I do not know of any local leader who has been demoted because of poor performance ratings in the behavioral aspects of the job. Leaders are not encouraged to change unless the organization says this insidious behavior is unacceptable. It does not support our culture and you will need to change. There is also no need to change if there is no 360 assessment that allows staff to give honest feedback on the behavior of the leaders to the organization. There is also no need to change if there are no engagement surveys that allow leaders to receive honest, anonymous feedback about how they are impacting their teams. It is always easy to talk about other people, but what about you? Are you failing? Are you contributing insidious failure to your organization and increasing the dysfunction of your team? Only you can answer that. It is easy to hide behind the shortcomings of our team members. Like Sunita, you can say team members aren't smart enough, they lack experience, they are lazy, they don't go the extra mile. And like Sunita, you can hold yourself apart from your team's failures and be supported and celebrated for yours. It all comes back to what is your leadership intention? What is the impact that you hope to have? Yes, it's always back to that. When leaders set an intention that involves only their success, chances are that they are well on the road to insidious failure. And to team members who suffer under the remit of such leaders, I will ask you, what is your intention for yourself and for your fellow team members? What is the reason that no one has stood up anonymously or otherwise to tell all about this leader's behavior? Other senior leaders as well as human resources pled disbelief about Sunita's behavior since no complaints were ever made. When asked to complete 360 performance assessments, why give these leaders a passing grade? When completing engagement surveys, why lie and say that our leaders are tolerable? They are not. When we look beyond the organization to the way that we live and the impacts that we have on our communities and the wider Trinidad and Tobago, we can ask ourselves, am I obviously failing the systems that I live in or am I insidiously failing the systems that I live in? The litterbugs, the DUI drivers, the persons who are caught committing crime, they are the obvious failures. But those of us who evade taxation, perpetuate domestic abuse, discard our responsibilities as adults in whatever sphere of our lives, we are the ones who perpetuate insidious failure. We are the ones who have the long-term toxic impacts on this society. And unlike the obvious failures, our behavior is unseen and unchecked and incredibly damaging. As always, we have some choice to make. Have you ever considered how you may be feeling and more importantly, the impact of your failure? I would love to hear what you think about the program. Follow me on Facebook at Maxine Atong. Connect with me on LinkedIn or follow me on Instagram at Maxine Atong. Thank you for listening. You can catch the show on my YouTube channel as well as Maxine Atong. Follow the hashtags unlearning, hashtag unlearned and hashtag leadership unlearned. Look out for more information on our fourth edition of the Gestalt Leadership Seminar, which happens on April 30th at the Trinidad Hilton. 
My intention for the show is to fuel your leadership spark so that together we can bring change to the systems that we live within. Thank you. Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35 p.m. for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642.